The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. When Twitter came along, I was like, how come we never put together two and two? Why am I not rich? Exactly. But I have very good friends like yourself, so I'm, I, I don't need richness. Very active starting a business. It takes a lot of gumption. I really want to dig in deep, figure out what makes these people tick, how they are leveraging their success to make the rest of the world a better place. You know, maybe have a couple of giggles along the way. From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Kilroy Report, the podcast that shares the stories of entrepreneurs and agency owners doing extraordinary things in an ordinary world. Now, here's your host, Tim Kilroy. Hey everybody, it's Tim. Welcome to the Kilroy Report, where we talk with extraordinary people building extraordinary businesses in completely ordinary times, except for the fact that nothing about the last two years have been ordinary in any way. And today I'm here with Alfonso Cuesta from Salta, which is an amazing design agency located in uh, the greater Washington, D.C. area. Alf is this sort of very kind of creative, erudite, fun-loving, sparkly kind of guy, and and like the whole the the whole thing that we're here to talk about today is why is everybody in the world getting rich from NFTs? NFT, for those of you who don't know, is the non-fungible to- token, and Alf and his agency Salta have put together a a guide to nfts for marketers that 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 is awesome but i really wanted to jump in here elf and, and sort of figure out or get your take on like what is nf what are nfts right now other than they seem to be especially speculative commodities so first of all team i wanted to say thank you for the amazing introduction i hope i will live up to the expectation somehow um also, I love the fact that you recognize that the third round of 2020 is here and it's being challenging sometimes. So I also hope I can bring something else than my own confusion around this field. NFTs are super new and, and I'll jump right into it. I'm old enough to remember, well, I was actually working in 1999. I started my life in a digital agency, actually in the digital arm of TVWA, huge agency, international, they they have very iconic brands like PlayStation and, and Apple and Nissan as part of their, they had at the time as part of their client base. And I, I, I was very excited about internet, but I, to be honest, to this day, I don't think I fully understood it. I was too young. I just knew the techniques. I knew how to animate in flash. I knew how to create uh, animated GIFs. I knew how to, the basics of HTML. And that was enough back then. Then social media came along. I was a little older. Sometimes I joke that I invented it based on a project that I did with my my, my copywriter at the time are in you, 2002. Wait, are you really Mark Zuckerberg? I'm I'm the Spanish. Oh, wait a minute. Are you are you are you Tom from MySpace? I'm actually the Spanish dumber version of all of those guys who was not who wait, is no. not is smart enough. So it was not smart enough to capitalize on that. We created a project for PlayStation um, that merged urban art, combined urban art, uh, and that expression that was starting to happen uh, with especially Banksy and 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 uh, Ferry. This is 2003. Like this is very 
like now Super Fairy is making t-shirts and it's a huge brand, but back in the day it was nothing. So we created this project for PlayStation and it looked a lot like social media before social media was even a thing. Yeah. Like it was basically a place where you could take a picture with your Nokia phone, terrible sure. pictures, on the street, and you could post it via text. You could send it to a platform that we created where you could share the image with a comment. And, and the, the point was that it's, it was urban. It was in the moment. It was a piece of graffiti that you saw, something surprising. You made, you made Tumblr? We made like a Tumblr, but then we also had a part that was, we called it the filament, where you had whatever at the time the amount of characters were. I think it was 120. So yeah. you could express yourself in 120 characters from your phone. You posted it to the website. And there was a literal filament of text, like a ticker, yeah. animated, animated throughout the website everywhere. And that was so similar to fucking Twitter. When Twitter came along, I was like, how come we never put together two and two? Why am I not rich? Exactly. <laughs> but listen, but I have very good friends like yourself. So I'm, I, I don't need richness. Spirit. Rich in spirit. Absolutely. Exactly. Rich in spirit. I'm fine. And so anyway... Yeah. The mortgage company doesn't really recognize that as rich, though. Yeah, screw them. They don't know. You know, they're big counters. We're gonna have fun. In any, but in any case, in any case, it's true that three times a charm. When this NFT thing happened, initially, I thought what I think most people thought: oh, another bubble. Another guy is making sixty sixty nine million dollars out of luck. Yeah because he knew the technology, but I, I'm old enough to recognize that these very seldom times happen. Like the, the moment I, I heard about a second collection that had gone viral and, and which is the uh, CryptoPunks, uh, CryptoPunks is actually the first one where they were being sold for a lot of money. And like, wait, there's a trend in here, like something is happening. And then obviously, thank God for, to be honest, thank God for Gary B, whom you can follow and, and kind of, hear about things in in different ways and that that made me realize that uh, this was something else and coincidentally during 2021 i became very interested in blockchain and crypto my wife and i bought some very small amount of different crypto currencies we got familiar with ethereum we knew what it was we knew about the smart contracts so all of that happened at the same time and then we discovered the metaverse and we're like, wait, wait a second. So there's like, sorry, I'm, I'm sort of story long. So there's also like virtual reality being created around NFTs and there are games created around NFTs. So very quickly, we realized that very quickly <laughs> in months. So very slowly or very quickly, we realized that this was going to be way more than people on the internet making JPEGs, tokenizing them and then selling them. This was going to be an opportunity for marketers to understand the, the, the opportunities that the NFT world presents, which is kind of overlapping with the opportunities that you, you have as a creator to create art and sell it. There's some overlapping there, but they're not necessarily the same. And now right. So maybe, maybe I, can, I can go deeper there, but it has well, that, to... Sorry, you go. Let me, yeah, let me ask a couple of questions here because so so the NFT is the let's see in my here uh, in my house I have this this really funny 
you know, there's this there's this really funny. I don't know if you can see that. The dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. networking. Yep, it's a networking, right? And so this is like this. This is numbered. And so there were there was a, a limited number of these made. There was one original painting made or original artwork, and I had. A, and so I've got I've got the, a physical NFT or nearly a physical NFT version because there's no more of these. This is uh, that's that's number. Um, I'm looking at it. It's it's actually number nine of ninety nine. Right. And so that's in like, that's in some version. That's like an NFT. So I have something that's that's very limited and it's unique. Absolutely. But so it, but it can but it can be but example. the content of it can be exactly the same as other things. So I so they make NFTs, the NBA is making NFTs out of out of particular fantastic basketball shots, right? So you might have seen the shot a million times, yeah. but you now own the hot shot. Yeah, but but so now like you now own like the canonical version of that of that shot, right? Correct. So I, I love the example that you're using because I actually think two things. Hopefully I will be able to limit it to two. One, the limited series, the print that you have that are only 99 in the world. Now I could go on the screen grab or you could send me a picture or a high def scan of that, and then well, I have it. I can display it also in my in my wall but you know that you have the original one. So the value of the NFT is the having the real thing digitally created with the providence and all of the tracking that, that kind of witnesses you as the owner versus, ah, I just snapped a picture and I have it and I hanged it or you scanned it for me. And I like that, that is very important. And I'll tell you why. And I love the example that you're using of the NBA. Hey, there's a huge kind of collectionable component to these like all the things that i own in the physical world or even content that i like that i'm a fan of i I want to be able to tell the world that i'm a fan of that i'm a i'm I'm a very invested and very passionate about that and and the example that i'm i'm working on actually i'm working on my first i learned by doing so i'm working on an nft project with with a friend of mine an illustrator and and a technology guy one thing that that would be cool, and maybe this would be useful. We a couple of years ago, we won this award. It's not it's not like a Cannes Leon, but it's a I'm proud of it. It's an it's an Addy uh, American Advertising Award. Exactly, and and it's cool. We got it. I love I love the campaign. I don't I don't carry it around. I don't professionally carry it around, and I'm not certified like like we won it. It would be very cool if at the same time that they give me this if they gave me an NFT version that actually I, I have on my digital wallet and then for better or worse, but that's how we are. That's why, that's why we have the things that we have, where the teasers that we wear, drive the cars that we drive because it's an expression of ourselves. So, so, that, so, so yeah. that's, that's how I think we need to start thinking about NFTs if we work in marketing. And that's why I say there's an overlapping. There's definitely a, a place where you can create the art and understanding that process is going to help you. But it's okay. How how am I going to use it with a potential client? If I have, we have for, to give you an example. We worked for the last couple of years with a local brand, um, sorry, local wine shop. They're specialized in Latin wines. They have a wine club. They're very successful. They're they're going to open another yet another location. 
it would be awesome if the if the instead of having like a physical card or an email or a number, they could give an NFT to people who are the members. Because that A has it can have an artistic value. These guys bring wine from Latin America. They, there's a lot of culture and art that they want to mix in the thing. And also the NFTs hold potentially what is called a smart contract. And that's what I would ask everybody to get super educated about, super smart about it. Smart contracts, the things that you can do with a smart contract that is attached to an NFT are amazing from access to content. What can be attached to a smart contract? Because when I hear contract, I hear, I hear, I've given you $27. You now need to give me that pair of shoes. Right. Well, that's, that's, right. So, so that, so like uh, legally, a contract is, is known the, the elements of a contract that has to be a bargain for the exchange of two things of, of commensurate value. In the case that, in, in the example that I'm using, for instance, if it, whether it, it is a local wine store or Starbucks, which is the largest, one of the largest chains, I, I want a contract that says that every month I have the right to two bottles of wine. Of this specific of this specific nature, and that's a contract. The the yep. point where, and that to me is NFT applied to marketing. That with the you could do that with with any regular contract when you sign the agreement. The thing is with the yep. NFT, we can attach art to it, for instance, or an animation, or or we we it's more playful. It's more displayable. And let me give you one example that, or one, one thing that people sometimes don't pay enough attention to because we're focusing on the art world too much. Right now, in order to hold your NFTs, you need to have a wallet that can hold the NFTs. These for most people include my father, my wife until some time ago. My, it's, it's like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? But the wallets are going to become a wallets are going to become very common. B, social media is going to start connecting your wallet with your Twitter account. So, for instance, and I'm going to give the this example is real. Supposedly, between February and March, Twitter will allow me as an NFT holder to copy the code that I have on the blockchain for my NFT, paste it on my profile on Twitter. And that's the image. The image that will be displayed will be an authentic NFT of a limited series. In your case, it could be there are 99 of the prints that you just showed me. You own one of them and you own the providence where it comes from. It, it might be artistic. So that has a ton of value. And now that put that all the way down the, down the things that we assign value to. Like I like, I like my shoes. They're Nikes and I, I identify with my Nikes. I'll be able to do that. Nike will be able to, they have a huge problem with counterfeiting. Okay, what, what happens if now I buy Nike Air Force One, which is super rare, and there's an NFT attached to that that certifies that I, I have the real ones. Like counterfeiting suddenly is, is much less of a problem. And I'm wearing my... I'm doing two, I could potentially, or I will be doing two things, owning it in a wallet, sewing it on Facebook, if I so choose. And then potentially the next level is actually when I go into a certain game, I will be wearing those Nike, those Nikes because the NFT technology 
will be compatible with with that game or with that virtual world. So yeah, that's so, so so we have there it seems like a couple of things are are happening. So number one, it gives us the sense of affinity. I you know how like I it it identifies me as a member of a tribe, right? Yep. I'm in the Nike tribe, I'm in the Starbucks tribe, right? And now that's not a new phenomenon, right? That's why that's why brands put their logos on stuff where you wear a t-shirt that says something or whatever you hang out in a Facebook group. So this is just a different way to express an aspect of your identity, right? Now the next thing that you've 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 talked about is that there's some sense of of this is real and unassailable. This is like a canonical truth, right? Like these Nikes are are real because this thing says so. Now exactly. again, this isn't totally divorced from there have been there have been various kind of sort of certification ideas along the way. And while this might be the best one, what is interesting is the certification is actually completely divorced from the physical thing. Right. So it used to be you would only get this certification. It would come attached to the thing that you got. It says like this, this really is a, is a, a coach bag or whatever, but now right. you've got this, you've got this. And again, I'm just thinking out here, like there's a little bit of broken provenance when you're using a digital item to, to, to ascertain the authenticity of a physical good, because there is no actual connection between them. How come? How do you mean? So, so I've got this digital token that says that the shoes that I'm wearing are 100% authentic Nike. They were made by the young children that have been raised on the Nike factory farms. Um, <laughs> you know, your special nimble fingers make the, you know, better make, shoes. Yeah. Give it that special Nike feel. But, but like that's that, that identification's in my wallet and the shoes are on my feet. And, and so there is there is a little bit of a separation. Oh, okay, no, I understand exactly what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. The here's the here's the thing. You can agree or disagree. I I have a chat group with these friends that I'm having these 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 NFT. We're doing this NFT project together, and the whole time I was referring to Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn as the real world. And only after 15 messages, I'm like, well, what I mean by the real world is that it's closer to the real world by one step than having things in your wallet because we yeah. spend so much time on it that it's, it feels like the freaking real world. And if you ask my son, who is healthy, but spends a good amount of time playing video games, that is also very real to him. And Absolutely. And I think the moment he can own something in the... Real world 1, 1.0, the, the one from the 80s and, and 70s and 90s when we were born, and then pass those things to the th- virtual world, I think that's going to have a ton of value for him. And again, all, all it gives to brands and marketers is, okay, what is, the, what, is the, what is the working frame that we have here? How do we think about this? How, how do I leverage all of those things? Can I do it with a car? I, I, I love my car. I would love to play a race car, race game and and have a skin that is my actual digital car or that my my the brand of the car that i own has given me access to because we're cool we're, we're cool like that so right so 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 there's there's affinity ownership 
and uh, and and status, right? That that we're sort of that's sort of the place that we're 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 playing in now. And again, I think none of none of those approaches are really new, right? Because there have been various ways to 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 sort of handle that previously. Like your your frequent it used to be that your frequent flyer status said something about you as well or your choice of yeah. airlines no it does i i, I don't think I, it used to i think it, I, I think it still does the be, the benefit i don't know i don't know if it's a real benefit if we're talking about the real world but the difference now is that that status is certified or one of the benefits is that that status is absolutely certified and it has way more opportunities to be fun and i i'm trying very hard not to talk about some of the intersections with art and with the value of uh, of any given token, but there's also a component of that. So yeah, so 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 let's put the like sort of the NFT arbitrage game aside for the moment because because I I really do think that is that is sort of curiosity fueled speculation. It and is. some people and some people have uh, figured out a way to really manage that system to their benefit. However, let's 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 talk about let's you know let's imagine a brand. We'll just take some like 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 a, a regular consumer brand you might you might shop at uh, whatever uh, Chubby's those uh, guys board shorts right, and so they sell them directly. They sell them through I think they sell them through Nordstrom's. Let's imagine you can probably buy them on some marketplace. So how would a brand like Chubby's? That's already abstract, right? Like there's not there. I don't think there's a chubby store, and there's as far as I know, there's not chubby shorts aficionado meetups. So it's already an abstraction. How could an NFT have an impact on a business like that? I love that this question because I I said at the very top that I was here to add a lot of my confusion. So yeah. necessarily, some of the answers are going to be I don't exactly know. So that's right. another thing. But, that's uh, another thing. But, that, that's another thing that I want to, and I don't want to criticize, but it's another thing that I want to point out, which is, look, not, I don't think every brand is going to need an NFT for everything all the time. I think brands who have live events, for sure. Brands that have um, uh, clubs, for sure. Brands that are iconic or or somehow have a lot of value attributed because they've worked hard to, to, to keep that brand status, very probably. Is every brand going to be able to leverage this? In the short term, I don't know. What I would like to express, especially to the creative and marketing community, is think, just read enough, watch videos on YouTube, and start thinking how and if. Maybe client doesn't need this for now, maybe they will need it in the future. Maybe new expressions of the technology will come. But but what I want, what I wanted to do, and what we wanted to do with the guide was, I have so many people who are texting me and emailing me. Oh, I'm, I, I I make as you make pictures. Like I, I love to sell them as NFTs, and and it's like, yeah, but you're also a marketer. Why don't we get educated around what you can do for your clients? The, the other thing is super cool too, but I, it's almost disrespectful. I don't want to say disrespectful. It's a little bit naive to think that people got rich because they 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 were lucky and they created an image, they made an NFT, and then somebody bought it for a lot of money. Just apply what you're going to learn if you research a little bit 
to your specific client in the market in the marketing space. So, That's what I'm all about. So let's let's think about this, right? So NFTs then and the non-financial implications of blockchain, right? So clearly blockchain being one of its most obvious, one of its most obvious uses is actually the 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 the, the clear and irreversible transfer or the, I actually a very, sorry, not uh, the clear uh, transfer of value of one place to another, right? That's sort of, that's the whole, that was the original promise of making it digital cash, but, but with the- And, and decentralized. Right. And, and the development of smart contracts has allowed you to put conditions on it. It's like, if, like the, if, if I don't get, if the blockchain doesn't get the receipt for the deli- delivery of the NFT in a certain amount of time, then the payment is reversed and nobody has to do that. There's no customer service involved. So that's, so essentially that would be a condition inside the smart contract. So the you know smart contract would say when, when we have, re- you know, when there's receipt of, of the, of the asset being transferred, then transfer the money. Correct. And vice versa, Correct. if the asset isn't transferred, send the money back to its original owner. Awesome. Cool. So that that it, it, now, so we've got that functionality that where we can do inside of a smart contract a bunch of conditional if then statements. That, that's exactly how experts put it when they talk about the smart contracts. That's what you can do. If this, then that. Like th- that's mostly of what it does. Yeah. So sorry. So, so, and so you can write all kinds of rules around that. But so so there's that's the that's like the underlying mechanics of it at, at a, like a ridiculous or at a ridiculous um, level but you know on top of that we've also got pieces that are that are around display and authenticity and ownership and affinity and let's call it like vip-ness right if i'm if if i if i get my if i get my jet blue special mint nft and that, that means that whatever, every time if I show my wallet, that means that the pilot has to come give me a high five or whatever. Like yeah. that's right. So, so if I have a wallet, you give me a high five. I'm sorry, but if I have the NFT, you give me a high five. Rather than like with that as context, problems or the, the missed opportunities that marketers have right now that, that can't be solved by what we have today or the solution of today is really uh, kind of clunky. Now I do think things like, like to the extent that customer service is marketing. If I have a problem with, if you know, if I have a problem with a product, I shouldn't have to call them to send it back. I should be able to say hit a button saying I'm returning it, and then when the post office sends off its its notification, great. Then 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 the the re- retailer should just refund my money because like. I've proven I've done the thing that's unassailable yeah. and therefore you should, you should give me back the funds as an example. Like that's, that's something that could be made a lot better. Right. So, but what are some of the other things? Cause what I'm really thinking about are like the brands that people get really excited about either stand for something or they're representative of something. And those would seem to be the first place where, where the experiential slash ownership nature of NFTs would come to play versus kind of the the whatever the more the more sort of functional like we're going to instead of using loyalty lion for your retail loyalty program we're going to have it all stored in the blockchain whatever like like very similar a different application 
but a very similar kind of solution. So, but what are the solutions that we don't have or the problems that we can't solve easily that you think might be solved this way? So two, two things. I think that the, if I'm understanding it correctly, one question you're asking is what is the problem that NFTs are solving? Or, or, or could be, could be or solving. Could be solving. Right, so yeah, right now they're not solving any problem. Right, right. now, and, and, and again, take what I said at the top to church, I'm here to add my own confusion. I think what solves a problem really, and you're, I you're think- You're doing an awesome job, by the way. I, that's, that's what I'm all about. No, what I, what, I think, what I think solves a problem for real, for real, is not necessarily the NFT. I think NFTs present an opportunity the same way Facebook presented an opportunity in 2005. In other words, yeah, there's an opportunity. We're finding new ways to connect people via the internet, this new thing, what is the opportunity for a marketer? Similarly, yeah. I think blockchain is solving a real problem for for a lot of people, and, and you can you can be you can get a little bit ideological around it. Like, no, I really like the banks, and I like the system how it is. It brings stability, and I really like banking, and and I think that there should be a national reserve and and all of that, and that's fine. The other one would be like, well, I actually don't necessarily love the fact that my money is in the bank and that I'm charged for everything. And, and, and I, I like to have all of or part of my money in, in a place where it's not the government who's controlling it. That's why I keep if, it in my mattress. Yeah. If, if, if you see the value on that, on having things very, very safely and anonymously I don't want to say stored because it's not going to be stored necessarily, but if that appeals to you, the, uh, the centralized system where I'm playing a game and I'm not giving my data to Xbox or yeah. I'm making a transaction and I'm not giving my data to PayPal or Bank of America, then yeah. that, that end of the phenomenon appeals to you. And there's a real transformational opportunity there to do a lot of things different from banking to i don't want to i don't want to get too geeky but to organize organizations like there's this new concept is called dao d-a-o and that when you start exploring that it's not nfts that are coming to solve a problem that we have here is nfts are something that that play in this decentralized blockchain world where rules are different and things are solved differently. And I think society, we want it or not, is, 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 this is coming to stay. And, and what we can do as marketers is understand that there's value to people in that world. People are moving to that world. So right now, as a brand person, what can I do for my brand or, or organization client in order to help them advance their mission? How can they tell their story better using technology or this type of technology. And that's where I think, again, just back to the, because I want to be very clear, I don't think uh, marketing on Facebook solved any problem. Facebook necessarily didn't solve any problem. It's just, it just used the internet to keep people connected. The opportunity for marketers was, okay, how do we behave in this new platform? That's the same thing with NFTs. There's a new technology emerging. Web 3.0 is decentralized. How do we, use nfts to tell the stories of our clients and so and so what i hear you saying is it's just a matter of time before marketers ruin 
the blockchain too. This is the second time in a meeting that I'm <laughs> that I'm going to speak, to speak when I'm drinking. <laughs> in a meeting with you yeah. in the same in the same almost month. Uh, yeah. So, so like, like, like what's, what's, what's the, what's the over under on, on whatever by July of 2022, people are like, Oh, the blockchain sucks. It's all ads. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that there are ads in the blockchain. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Listen, yeah, it, yeah. it's a, it's a, I love that you put it like that. I love the raw honesty because it's, it's true that market is fucked Facebook. Like now, I open yeah. it. And I'm like, it's well, not- well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't markers that that screwed Facebook. It was. It was the fact that Facebook said, "Hey, come on, yeah, screw let's, us. Let's, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, we love we love your money more than we love our users." So, um, absolutely. But uh, I think I think it's a harder chance for that to happen in in the blockchain. I I have I have that feeling. Um, uh, I, I might where, be wrong. Where, where, there is a will there is a way you know, put a marketer like, in your life yeah do, like do you do you remember pop unders i mean come on it's like you know, you know that ruined that ruined so many websites like because you would you'd uh, close out your browser and there'd be 700 ads sitting on your desktop you know but I, I i don't know you you bring a super interesting point i think but maybe maybe what will happen is that we will have the like let's play it out if you want. And, and, and to be honest, I need to do this exercise. Maybe I should do it more seriously, like whiteboard it. What is going to happen this year when, when Twitter allows me to put my NFT, like certified NFT, not, not a screen grab of, of, of a crypto punk that I took from the internet that costs $20,000 and I'm like screen grabbing it and putting, no, no, the, the real deal. The next step, what will happen when everybody has wallets? And then I guess if we keep going, what will happen if we start paying for things with a cryptocurrency like we we already can do it but it's i, I know 0. 0.0001 of people do it but hey it's what, like it's really it's really clunky but it, it will get better like that's so, another thing then that the coinbase is doing like, yeah yeah so, inevitably it will get better well assuming that there is profit to be made it will it will improve right this this is the, but this is this is the thing where i'm like maybe this is fucking marketers proved the profit to be made is look starbucks i want to pay you in in avalanche in with my with my cryptocurrency you either accept it or i'm i'm drinking less coffee from you i'm gonna i'm gonna go to panera so that's that's where maybe and that will be and that could be it then then eventually eventually Eventually, just enough people will say that I need to pay for my coffee in Avalanche that Starbucks will say, yeah, we would like to have all those sales. Thank you. So we are going to invent a really gracious, immediate, low friction way for you to pay. Because yeah. we think if we invest a million dollars in figuring that out, we're going to make a hundred million dollars. In, in in one year. And and by the way, maybe we won't take Avalanche. We take the 10 most common currencies. And then I'll be like, okay, like, like, we'll yeah. go with that. But, but yeah. That, that, but what I'm trying to point to is that maybe the next step is what, and, and really this is to me is like I don't even know how I'm saying this out loud after I invented Facebook, as everybody knows by now. But yeah, what if there's a version of a better Facebook on the blockchain? 
And we're like, fuck, if I, if I could say screw the dollar, I can definitely say screw you, Mark Zuckerberg. And I'm going to hang out in this other Facebook, which is the centralized. There's no, it's, it's marketer's proof. And, and that's where I'm going to hang out. That's where I'm going to share my pictures and my comments. And, and they don't belong, belong to any brand. And that could never happen or that could happen in the next 10 years. And to me, the question that I'm, that I'm making all the time, and I think I even posted about it. I don't know if I posted about it, but look, if you're, if you're 59 and you're going to retire in the next four years, probably as a marketer, you can, you can, you can, you can not, don't care about this. Honestly, if I was 59 and I had enough money on my 401k or whatever your product is, and I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at retirement in six years. I couldn't yep. have the fire that I have on my belly, but because I'm right. not 59 and not even 50, I'm like, as an entrepreneur, there's an opportunity here. If we understand this, this is like, like I still see so many marketers. Like I'm just out of a meeting where we were explaining to a client that you don't need to have an Instagram account to place ads on Instagram. And it's been, it's been 15 years since Facebook, like, but people still don't know that, by the way, super capable, capable marketer, super smart. But, but to me, it's like knowing those things is important. And some people didn't at the time and to the detriment of their brands. So as a marketer, again, I'm doing other things in the art space and I have other interests. But as a marketer, I'm looking to the next 15 years and going like, yeah, this is going to impact me. Like maybe, maybe it will be real. Maybe actually there will be a Facebook on the blockchain. And, and then I... I want to be there early and maybe, maybe I want to invent it as I did with the last Facebook. Sure. No. And I think, I think you should. So, so everybody, like somebody will make an NFT of this moment when you talk about the eventual discovery and invention of, of, of face chain and it'll be, it'll be perfect. And I'll be so happy because I'm wearing my turtleneck black uh, sweater that my mom gave me that makes me look like Steve Jobs, I've been told even. So if that if that NFT is made, I'll be wearing the right clothes, which is very important to okay, me. Okay, all right, perfect, perfect. So, so let me ask you one more question. And this has been, even though we've we've only we've only solved a portion of the blockchain problems, but you know we've we've made headway on most of them because because I know that one of your your personal passions is, is the environment. It seems to me like the now I, I, the blockchain has got some serious issues when it comes to its environmental impact. And we're, we're at that we had had this sort of foresight when cars were developed or airplanes. We, we, we might've ended up with a different set of technologies, but I heard that it, it takes uh, for a transaction to, to fully be propagated across the Bitcoin blockchain. It takes the, the equivalent of two months of the average Households energy use in the United States, and and on the Ethereum blockchain, it takes an average of eight days worth of the average households energy use. So, does does this does does this get in the way? It does and it doesn't. So, yeah, the the, the data. I, I don't know if the well, a couple of things. One, there are people who are pushing back against that just because. They are, and to be honest, I don't. I don't know what the truth, what the true data is. However, much the the worst case scenario is, and however best the best case scenario is, people are arguing that it's really not that bad, and that the studies don't take into consideration this and that. 
uh, aside from that and aside from what would happen if instead of getting our energy from coal we got it from the sun then it wouldn't matter like that to me is all of that is what if what if what if the good thing is that there's enough awareness thank god around environmentalism and and conservation that a lot of crypto projects that are being launched right now exist mostly to solve that problem so for instance the 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 crypto that i mentioned before avalanche i want to pay my starbucks an avalanche it's a, a particular currency created on the back of ethereum so same technology same smart contracts but it's way faster than ethereum hence making the 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 impact like despicable like it's close to nothing so the the problem of conservation is pretty much it's it's a problem and p- people acknowledge it no we don't know exactly how big it is and for instance an organization like ours which is very proud to like i i even opened some of our decks like that we're a bunch of true hackers uh, we would never use a blockchain technology that doesn't have that in consideration so for instance you can go into a different if you really if you really want to do this you can do it in a basically that's what i'm trying to say you can do it in a really but like yeah right but but like most things that would just require some choice right it requires a little bit of education and choice so for yes. instance our home is powered all by renewable energy that we have solar panels on the roof and we have opted to pay more to our electric company to 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 get all renewable energy sources our electricity from all all renewable energy sources but that took that was non-trivial that was a non-trivial amount of work for me to to make that relatively small choice and so i think that there a a if the impact is high then we really do need to we, we really do need to make the education about the choices that you can make in blockchain you know as apparent as possible and and hopefully and hopefully there's and hopefully there's a a big enough profit motive there that somebody will invest a ton of their time and expertise in making that making that making those choices easy yeah no and the, look at the, at the end of the world the, at the end of the world <laughs> this is what i have in my in my head that, that, the world. you know that that that's coming any minute i mean absolutely whether by whether by a comet or volcano or climate change we'll see it's like a race to the race to the bottom but unlike in the real world actually in a way the way i understand it being greener in in blockchain is more economically is more economically efficient. If, well, if, if we think about it in the in the real world too, if we if we were to have everything coming from the, all of our energy coming from the sun and the wind and thermal and and all of the things that are renewable, everything would be awesome. Probably because we built our infrastructure back in the in the beginning of the 20th century, we couldn't do that. If we were doing it now, it would be a completely different thing. So. This is a long way of saying that right now, making a blockchains that or blockchain technology that is less has a lower impact is achieved by basically making it faster. So the more transactions a blockchain yeah. can can make per second, the the lower the impact, the lower the fee that they pass on to you. So it, it's the way energy in your house should be. If I'm not yeah. burning coal, if this is coming from the sun, wh- why is it more expensive? Well, let me tell you, it's more expensive because really the way we have to do it, because we're, you know, we're, yeah, we're right. kind of yeah. re- retro, retro engineering the thing, 
makes it more expensive. Here, actually, the newer technologies tend to be greener. And okay, that right. gives you a ton so of you so you think that this is this is a, a the the environmental impact of blockchain is a is a is an issue that you think has a uh, a limited future. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I, I must also okay. say, yeah, I'm not a super expert, but that's the understanding that I that I have. So I I cannot recommend enough that people go into Avalanche is the is the blockchain that for instance we use, and then a platform that is called nftrade.com. So instead of going to OpenSea, which works on Ethereum, is more popular. If you have, you know, it's better from a reputation standpoint if you want, but there are up and coming places where you can mint your NFTs and display them that also are building amazing communities and have a much lower environmental impact. Okay, that's good to know. So Elf, if if somebody wanted to get your NFTs for marketer guide, where would they go? They they could send me an email to alfonso at saltawithas.com. They could go to my LinkedIn and you can download it from there. Like we're we're posting we're we're just giving it away. They can go to my Instagram and I think it's on the bio. There's a link to, to it or to my link yeah. tree at least. And and that, that like we're trying to make it available. We're yeah, not asking uh, for also, emails or uh, anything. Uh, and also we will post it up at uh, both in the show notes, but we'll post it up at klry.co forward slash NFT guide. Awesome. Thank you very much for doing that. I need to put oh, the word out there. All right. So uh, Alfonso Cuesta from Salta with us. This has been a, a magical 56 minutes. Um, <laughs> and I'm so glad that we've, we, we got a chance to spread a lot of confusion and uninformed thoughts about uh, the potential of blockchain and NFT. If you were, if anyone who's listening, if you were looking for a creative agency that is has a real eye towards serving groups that are are focused on bettering the communities in which they work and one that's also focused on diversity and inclusion both in sort of in in spirit and language and who also has a unique view on the american culture because of their international makeup i really i cannot encourage you to reach out to salt with us more 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 strongly because they are a top shelf provider of not just pretty pictures but they're a top shelf provider of thoughtfulness thank you my friend i really appreciate that you're welcome thanks so much this has been the kilroy report hey it's tim thanks for tuning into the kilroy report your support means a lot if you liked this episode hated this episode whatever Please leave your feedback at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you do that sort of thing. And if you're one of the brilliant people who love this, think about subscribing. It'll do you good. 